Now he explains another thing. At the beginning of the Tanya, Tanya was the first words of the chapter 1 is we learn in the Talmud at the end of the tractate of Nida that they make the soul swear before it comes into this world be a tzaddik and don't be a rasha. Seemingly, it's repetitive. If you're a tzaddik, you're obviously not a rasha. Why is it two separate things? Be a tzaddik, don't be a rasha. He says, yeah. The answer is that not everyone's privileged to become a tzaddik, nor as a person the full advantage of choice in this matter. So therefore, it says, yeah, try to be a tzaddik, but chances are you won't get there. But at least, alti rasha, don't be a rasha. Minimum. At any rate. If you're not privileged to be a tzaddik, at least don't be a rasha. Because in regards to this, not being a rasha, there is free choice. The choice and freedoms given to every person to control the spirit of lust in their heart, to conquer their nature, so that they shall not be wicked for even one moment. Whether it is in prohibitions, whether it's in positive mitzvahs, and of course in the, lim- in the learning of Torah, which is the greatest mitzvah, Talmud Torah, Kenegat Kul, and the balances all the other mitzvahs. In other, ber- in other words, by reason of freedom of choice, one is expected to surmount even the difficulty of faithfully observing the most difficult mitzvah of constant Torah study. So therefore, there's a second oath. Even if you don't become a tzaddik, it's still possible to become a rasha. But even though you'll never become a tzaddik, you should still try. Nevertheless, though it's been said that not every person can loathe evil and attain the incredible love of Hashem of a tzaddik, you should try! One must set specific periods to seek for themselves means of abhorring evil. For example, the advice of our sages, our sages tell us when a person is tempted with sexual temptation, a person should reflect that a human being is simply a vessel full of filth. And that desire you have for another human being, just look and think for a moment about their intestines and you'll lose your appetite for the externalities. That's a technique that the Talmud tells us how to push away sexual desire or think of them as dead so too one may learn to despise gluttony by realizing that all the food that you eat just turns into uh, the toilet it's a vessel full of waste and so too with regards to all the pleasures of the world the wise person foresees what becomes of them that they ultimately rot become worms and refuse However, when you connect to Hashem, when you meditate on Hashem, that's truth. That's real. Through meditating on the greatness of Hashem, even if you know you'll never achieve true meditation and true oneness with Hashem, and maybe it's all in your fantasy, do your best to fulfill the first promise, Tehit Tzadik be a Tzadik. And Ulai, maybe Hashem will decide to turn you into a Bainani, into a Tzadik. Kulai hai ulai. Thanks for the background. Um, you, might, you might just achieve it, but even if not, that's not the point. You gotta do it. Work on yourself. Meditate yourself out of sin and meditate oneself into love of Hashem. Good luck for each and every one of us. This is a challenge.